So today we're talking about dating, godly dating. What does God say about this? Is dating in the Bible? Like, how do we do this? What is not godly dating? (laughs) And it's ratchet out here, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Yeah, like what are the things that we should be looking for Mm -hmm. in a spouse? And like maybe some different perspectives of um, cultural things that we have grown up on. We're going to be talking about it all here today. Hey friends, welcome back to the You Can Sit With Us podcast. It's your hosts, Brittany and Bridget. And and you you always have have a seat at our table. And on Wednesdays, we upload. We invite you to sit with us as we dive into relevant topics on faith and culture through candid conversations that help you grow in grace and truth. So get comfy and join us in this conversation. How do you feel about watching a show with your significant other? I love it. I love watching shows. It gives me something to look forward to. But it's very hard to try to coordinate the time Mm -hmm. to do it together to where both of us are like, going to be able to actually enjoy the show yeah. <laughs> and not like be distracted like or um yeah like um responding back to any messages or anything like that um i love i love doing it but yes it's def- there's there's a Hard. struggle yeah because yeah. like the schedules are different you're attention levels are different yeah exactly it's hard and it's it's hard because it's like for me i love it it's like such a bonding thing like i love yeah. watching a show with someone yeah but it's also, it sucks when you want to watch so much, but you can't because they're not able. And I'm the one who always holds us back. Really? I am not a like TV person anymore. Like it's uh, really hard for me to like be able to just sit down and watch TV. And I've actually been intentionally doing that's part of my healing in the past few months. Okay. Um, but even still, I'm like, oh, it's hard for me to just sit down and watch TV. like it's a struggle it it definitely is or especially like if your interest is different so like if you want to watch something um in comparison to like your partner if they want to watch yeah you know what i mean like a lot of times it happens with me and dave like who would want to watch like something like i'm not really into sci-fi not like that um and he would want to watch like something with like star wars that like just came out or something like that or even like a com you find that hard well i'm not interested in it so not the same way per se. It depends. It depends because there was there was a show that we watched that was technically sci-fi that I was like, like I wanted to binge watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, like what or show? Like, the, the people want to know. Oh, Monarch, <laughs> Monarch on Apple TV. Okay, yeah, love it, loved it. But like watching that right now, I'm still stuck on episode two. It's so good. I love it. But see, like that, like I, I was I was into. It. But like. sometimes like and he already knows like oh Bridget probably won't be into this into this or anything I think that's okay and that's like the shows that they can watch on their own or you can watch on your own but I don't know there's something cool about like engaging in what they're interested in and vice versa oh yeah for sure shows are an easy way to do that yeah Um, like Monarch was that for me um he he found it and I was hooked like since episode one and it's such a cool. cool way to like bond with your significant other and like bridge your lives together and your mm-hmm. interests together because then you realize that like oh i'm naturally not interested in this kind of stuff but that doesn't mean i can't enjoy it right exactly um so that's really cool and i find that this is a unique problem for dating couples <laughs> because like obviously if you're married it's not as hard you live with that person yeah so like when you're dating you have to deal with the fact that y'all don't live together you that's got true. curfews or whatever you know what I mean? yeah no curfews, but like you know you want to respect each other's time and like you have different schedules you might live far from right. each other things like that so <laughs> 
That's so true. It's unique. Yeah. Like, like me and Dave will be like hanging out um, or at an event or something. And it's like close to 10 p.m. And he'll be like, do you want to watch another episode of like Squid Game or something? And that's like a 45 minute mm-hmm. show. And I'm like, it's almost 10 o'clock. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's my bedtime. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and funny. it's so funny. So then we have to like hold off until like the next week or something um, to watch it. But I love it because it is something like we look forward to. Yeah. You know, like, oh, we get to watch, you know, yeah. we have enough time to watch uh, whatever it is that we're watching. So, yeah, I love, I love it. Mm-hmm. All right. So that segues us perfectly into today's episode where we're going to be talking about godly dating. Mm-hmm. We get this this topic requested so much. Um, and <laughs> Valentine's Day just passed and I shared a bunch of our top episodes in relation to Valentine's Day in a sense. Yeah. And I realized every single one of them were targeted at like single people or like mental health battles and i was like dang we need to talk more about dating and marriage and like the good side of that stuff too right um but also like our episodes that have been the most watched are the ones that are talking deep about emotions and mental health so that's why we do more of those because we realize that our community that you guys um that's what you want to hear that's what you need encouragement on but we also part of encouragement is showing you that like there's a good side of things yeah. too. So we're going to talk about godly dating. Um, we're going to talk about a little bit of the just foundational yeah. Yeah. parts it, of it. Yeah. And like our take and as always, like what God um, does in our lives and, yeah. and, you know, this particular area. So um, basically, let's talk about what godly dating is not. Okay. So I feel like, hmm. Okay. Let's just start blurting out things. So I think, well, first and foremost... <laughs> I love this like saying and it's easy to remember and we'll dive more into it because I'm sure there's going to be people who are listening that are like, well, in their mind, like questioning back. Well, what about this one? What if that? Yeah. But we do not date to save. You might hear it called missionary dating. We don't date to save. What that means is as Christians, we should not be looking to date someone who is not a Christian, who does not have an active relationship with the lord um so many reasons for that like yeah because i mean the simplest one is we can't change them like we're not yeah. responsible to change their hearts only god is you know um and you kind of that like that kind of has the mindset of like you're in place of god yeah you know what i mean and unfortunately that's yeah. you know and that always confused me and but i've gone on a whole journey with this so it always confused me because I'm like, if you are really living the way that Jesus calls us to live, like following him, if you're really following Jesus and your life is as in alignment as it can be yeah. with that, how how could like dating someone who doesn't know the Lord, how could that even like be a thought in your yeah. mind like how does that make sense yeah and then there was a moment in my life where I, I started considering that and i'm grateful for that because it helped me have compassion and understanding on people who do yeah struggle with that thought or that or maybe even in that situation um and if i'm being real the reason why i started considering dating someone who doesn't know the lord is because it was out of like desperation in a sense Mm. like they seemed they're a great person they have great morals great values they would love me Mm -hmm. greatly 
But at the end of the day, they didn't know the Lord and they were very like, mm, nah, you can believe in that, but I'm not going to. Yeah. And at the root of it, I was just, it would have felt nice to have that companionship. It would have felt nice to already be with someone and find my person that I was willing to settle on a foundational value that I have. Yeah. And it's so easy to fall into that temptation to sacrifice your calling yeah. and your faith to be with someone who just for companionship, essentially. Yeah. That reminds me too. I remember giving this advice to a friend of mine. Um, and it was something I said, I was like a man that knows God will love you different. Oh, a thousand percent. Will love you differently because we, he is our example mm-hmm. of love. Yeah. Like he, if he you don't know love. God, how do you really know what love it, is? Exactly, exactly. So a man that knows God knows how to love you differently than a yeah. man who doesn't. You know what I'm saying? That will love you differently than a man who doesn't. His patience is going to be different. Mm-hmm. You know, the way that he talks to you is going to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that he loves you, just point blank, is going to be different. I will say probably the most important thing is his character development. Amen, absolutely. Which has, in all of the relationships I've been in, that's been the biggest issue is that they weren't, humble enough to receive like my loving encouragement or sometimes my not so loving encouragement of like what they need to work on as a man because mm-hmm. um, they always took it as an attack or right. this other because they weren't rooted in the Lord. Right. Whereas dating someone who's rooted in the Lord, I don't even have to tell him what he's doing wrong because I talk to God about him and God talks to him and he talks to God <laughs> and God gets him. Exactly. I'm telling you, and you see, you see it like the change happens. And no, it, for real. It really does. Like, um, I think you told me this a long time ago about like, um, I believe um, is in Galatians. Like it, it points out what love is like. Love is kind. Love is patient. Oh, that's a uh, Corinthians. I'll give you the Corinthians. I remember you saying that and that you saw something that said, oh, like, yeah, well, girl. apply, apply your, testimony. your spouse's name next to that. Is your love patient? I mean, like, is John patient? Is John kind? Is John selfless? Like, you know what I mean? Um, and that really was like, wow, because it gave, it helped me kind of like have, a model of how a man's supposed to love you, like how a person, like, you know, whether, you know, in our case, obviously it would be men, but like how a woman's supposed to love you. She's love, um, kindness, gentleness, you know, slow to anger, um, generous, like things like that. And the only way to really know that is when you know the Lord, when you dive into his word, like, you know what I mean? Um, and it makes all the difference. Yeah. I pulled it up. So whenever I do share my full testimony, you guys will hear this and I'll reference this a lot. Um, And it's so crazy, too, because like literally the other day um, on Valentine's Day, I had a revelation about this and it was like a full circle moment. And I'll share that one day. But God is just so good. So there's this meme or whatever you want to call it that was viral on like social media a few years ago. Um, and it says, my mom always told me to replace the word love with my man's name. And if it's not accurate, he is not the one. Mm. And then it goes on to quote First Corinthians 13 verses four to eight. It says, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. 
And man, oh man, mm-hmm. this this whole meme was one of the first ways God tangibly spoke to me before I surrendered my life to the Lord. I wish I had journaled a little bit more of my journey during that season to know the unfolding of events. But, you know, maybe God will bring that to my remembrance one day. But anyways, he spoke that to me when I was in a very toxic relationship. And I had never read the Bible before. Like maybe I had seen Bible verses out in public and places like that. But this spoke to me so much. Like it hit my soul like, I just knew it was true. Yeah. I knew it was real. Yeah. And it was ammo enough for me to get out of a toxic, mentally, physically abusive relationship yeah. and start seeking God for real. Yeah. And ever since then, I always knew that this is going to be an anchor for me. And I knew that at the at the root of it all, God is all these things because God is love. God is exactly. patient. God is kind. God does not envy. He does not boast. He is not proud. And... um that my husband that I would be with for the rest of my life, my person will be, will embody these, these things, not perfectly, but in a way that I can recognize that he is rooted in the Lord, you know? Right. Absolutely. Um, that spoke volumes to me too. When you, when you told me that I was like, wow. And then when I, um, started reading the Bible and came across that, that verse and like, just like learning more about God's attributes and like really getting to know him, praying out to him and just seeing him um, work in my life. Like it made it come that much more alive for me, you know? And then in my um, season of dating as well, um, those were things that I looked for in a man. Like um, how does he love? Like, does it, does it imitate the love of Christ? Mm -hmm. You know, like, is it selfless? Um, How he protects, like, um, like I remember, um, always being very defensive when it came to a man like leading and a man like um, protecting per se, because I always um, had the experience of it more being like male chauvinist in a way, you know what I mean? Um, So seeing how, um, like how does a man view protecting and leading their home? Like, is it, which is so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is it, is it Christ? Like, is it Mm. like, are you are you leading it with like a malicious kind of heart? Like, oh, cause, just because I am a man and I'm supposed to like be dominant and leading, are you leading from a place like that? Like just to be dominant, but not leading from a place where it's from like like grace and love and because you're getting your guidance from the Holy Spirit and like because mm-hmm. you know Christ, you know what I mean? Um, and the Bible, of course, talks about like how um, a husband is supposed to love their wife and, um, and the wife's supposed to love their husband and stuff. I mean, granted that's for marriage as in the covenant, the context of, um, marriage or whatever, but, um, it gives us a good, it gives us a good, like idea of how, like the man's heart, Mm -hmm. like, and to me it's, it shows like how like selfless, you know, um, he loves that, but not, blindly not not like stupid you know with wisdom the wisdom of the lord you know um and that was one of the things that i know that i looked for um when i was dating like how does he protect like what's his what's his approach what's his view like does it imitate what it says in the bible does it imitate the lord 
you know yeah no that's so real because even you saying that i'm like i remember when you first got saved and we had the conversation like you at the word <laughs> submission you would cringe yes yes and it's so interesting <laughs> though because that's why i'm so grateful for these conversations because at that point in my life i had already like god had just done so much work in my heart yeah. and i used to be because i used to be the same exact way yeah. me submit to a man yeah what? okay yeah exactly <laughs> absolutely not what oh, do you God mean good, like you. i'm an independent woman i don't need no man but i do want a man to like do this that and third yeah thing. but i'm not gonna submit i'm not gonna be dependent but God deep down has, inside you're like i want a man oh, that yeah you know what i mean we're like, literally created mm-hmm. to depend on them yeah in a sense yeah. so um it's just interesting though because i had already gotten to a point in my faith i guess where it just made sense right like, it's like Duh. like yeah when you just spend time with god and you're in his word like he just changes those things yeah um but it's so important as we mature in our faith that we don't lose touch with the way we used to think the way we used to feel because there's people who right now are feeling that way for example in my life in that moment i already understood and was in that place of like, no. okay, I believe that it's godly and I want a man that's worthy of being submitted to. Right. Um, but you, my best friend, were like wrestling with that and I had a hard time explaining that to you. You know what I mean? And um, at the end of the day, God has to show that to you. Yeah. But it's so interesting because right now, I'm sure there's people listening that are in that place that yeah. they're like, submit to a man, whoa. But there's so many factors. One, a lot of the reason we're like uh, about that is because we're surround the men yes. we're surrounded with, which really are boys, if we're being real. That part. No, and I am not a man hater, like at all. Right. Please. Like even when people bring that up, like um when people talk about our podcast, like mm-hmm. there's there's like different types of podcasts, right? There's so many right. podcasts out there that are in worlds that I'm not familiar with. So right. like a lot of podcasts I've been told, they talk a lot about like there's men bashing women and women bashing men. And I just literally never understood that. It just doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's real. And there's a lot of people who listen to that and watch that. And it's sad though. But anyways, I say that all to say, um, what men are you around? You know, mm-hmm. if they're not worthy of being submitted to, that means that you need to change what your taste is what you're attracted to who you're surrounding yourself with and god absolutely would do that if you want it yes want it that's perfect i'm so glad that you mentioned that because to really like even see differently to desire i mean first off like you pray out to the lord so your desires matches his desires like you know let like you want his will over your life not your own but um in a way, it starts with you. Yeah, for you know, because sure. like I can say, like I today, I don't feel that way. Like I'm not nearly, I'm not at all like how I was three years ago when it comes to submission. Like I, I look forward to submitting to my husband because I know and I'm confident that my Lord is His Lord. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Like He's seeking God. Like who's guiding Him is not culture, is not yeah. the world, is my God. You know what I mean. And I trust my God, and I trust him so much that I um, know that my husband who he brought us together, like the Lord brought us together. He trusts him as well. Um, But in order for me to even like sit here and even say that I had to go through, I had to look like in the mirror, you know, and like had to ask God to help my heart, you know, see what he wants, you know what I'm saying? And so with time and community and just prayer and just walking with God, um, he did, he did change my heart to where, um, my desire 
changed. Like, you know, like before, before it felt unsafe for me, it felt unsafe to submit to a man, you know what I mean? But because of what I was surrounded by, but little did I know, I guess like my lens um, was attracted to mm-hmm. like a guy with some of those characteristics, right. you know what I mean? Because I guess no, my idea of a leader was that, mm-hmm. you know, my idea was that kind of toxicity Yeah, but for, I mean, for a reason, it definitely, it didn't sit well with me. You know, it, it, it brought, um, it brought a defensive part of me that obviously I wasn't okay with, you know? Um, but it was God working in my heart um, so much that I started to change and therefore I started to see men differently. You know what I'm saying? Um, my heart started to change in the sense of like, oh, submission, it, it doesn't make my toes my toes like cringe anymore. Like, you know, like my heart toes curl, yeah. There you go. <laughs> my toes cringe. <laughs> but, yeah. So like it doesn't do that anymore. But that was all because I seeked the Lord to help me first, you know, yeah. in order and then I wouldn't be able to be in the relationship that I am right now um if he hadn't done that in my heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that also contributed to the toxicity in the relationships that I was in. Like um I wasn't honoring them. I wasn't pouring back into them to where they poured back into me in a way that it was healthy and gentle. You know what I mean? But because my heart was not yeah. obviously in the best place. So I need a God for that. Yeah, it just becomes like a vicious cycle because when you're constantly dating people that turn out to be unhealthy, toxic, mm-hmm. abusive even, um, and their true colors show, no, their true colors were always there. You just didn't want to see it because out of desperation you might not realize that it's desperation but at the end of the day when we look around and we're like okay there the selection is very low we're like we start to subconsciously believe that this is the best that's out there so let me Mm -hmm. choose the best of the worst that's around me and then we settle but then it's we're settling for someone who's not worthy being submitted to um and men i'm sure like you know apply this to you on the opposite side of the spectrum and then now we're in a relationship where it's completely out of God's design for what relationship should be. You're not submitting and they're not being the leader that they should be. And so it's just becomes this mess and chaos and it's just, it just doesn't usually work out, Yeah. but God has something so much better for you. Like, do you not believe that he's a good father that wants you to be in a beautiful godly covenant? Like at the end of the day, relationships are, part of God's creation. He created us to be in relationship, to be in a covenant marriage that mirrors the relationship that the Trinity have, that God had, the Father has with the Son and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. They live in perfect unity, perfect harmony. It's And his relationship with us. Jesus died for us, right? right. And so marriage is supposed to literally be the most tangible thing that we can see on earth that shows god's love for his people yes and if that's true why would we think that god wouldn't have like a a person who's good for us that we would be in a safe right fruitful abundant relationship that's just full of joy and like all the good things that come from god the fruits of the spirit Mm -hmm. so it really where it gets dangerous is when the cycle just starts to build up and become this snowball that it feels hard to get out of but you're never too far gone like you just got to do something radical you got to leave that relationship you got to get around people who can support you and and help pull you out of that cycle Mm -hmm. but i want to reference the verse 
Ephesians 5, verse 22, Mm -hmm. where it says, um, wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, his body of which he is the savior. Um, I'm going to skip down to verse 25, where it says, husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So we often always talk about the submission part, but we leave out that second part, like where husbands are required to Mm -hmm. die Mm -hmm. for to themselves for us. Mm -hmm. And so if you're with a godly man, um, submitting will be easy because he submitted to God. Exactly. He's dying. He's loving you in such a selfless way. And he's loving God first and foremost in a selfless way. And it becomes just this beautiful, beautiful cycle rather than a vicious cycle of, I want to out love you. I want to love you better than you're loving me. Like, oh, you're serving me. You're sacrificing this to make me happy. You're putting my needs above yours or you're trying, you know, you're doing things to please me. I want to do the same back to you. Mm -hmm. Um, But obviously that that's marriage. Right. But that's shown in dating. Like, you need to that's the trial run of, okay, does this person have that? character exactly i was just gonna say it's like it's character it's Mm -hmm. a character thing like i've heard it before um about like how god doesn't change like your personality like the Mm -hmm. essence of who you are like how he uniquely created you you know um it's your character so like if you um were easily angered before and now the lord has worked so much in your heart to where you're not that's a character change you know it's it's character Mm -hmm. that um you'll see that before marriage you'll yeah. see that in the dating and that's something definitely um that is something to look for when you are dating um but the only way to do that is being rooted in christ yeah and one of the things i did want to point out was even when you're dating still always keep god in the center of it. oh yeah you know what i mean because 100%. because like of course like you'll see those characteristics in in a, a significant other man or woman um but sometimes the flesh can very much distract us and like mm-hmm. it can take over and you can kind of like forget to still have that door open for God to come in. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, um, so amen, they checked off that box, let's say that they have that characteristic, mm-hmm. but don't forget to keep God in the middle. Yeah. Keep God in the center of it. And what that may look like in your relationship could be like leading a small group together or going to church and sitting during a sermon together or like talking about together. the sermon, talking after, about the sermon, like doing a Bible study, doing a, yeah, talking like, about what God is doing in your life. Yeah, exactly. But make sure to always keep God in the center of it yeah. from the dating um, phase from the dating season office um because then that'll just flow into your marriage as well because at the end of the day um god created us to be in relationship but not without him yeah you know it's it's always supposed to be with him whether that's in a in a dating relationship or any relationship you know Mm -hmm. um just for the sake of um this topic um Cause that's something I remember. I remind myself as well. Like sometimes I think I'm like, um, I want to do a devotional with, with my guy, you know, um, like Lord lead me to what kind, like, you know what I mean? Um, to pray to get like, you know, whatever the case is, because I always want to be mindful yeah. to keep God in the center of it. So he can always lead us mm-hmm. in everything. You yeah. know what I mean? And, um, oh man, there's so much we could talk about. I want to circle back real quick and then remind me to come back to this. But okay. when it comes to dating other people, not other people, people who don't know the Lord. Um, and you can be here like right now, if you're like in that situation, you're considering someone, um, and they, maybe they have good character. Uh, Amen. Right. 
don't date them pray for them you know like pray for them let god be their friend be in their life be that light that leads them to jesus but trust that their salvation is in god's hands but you don't want to yoke yourself to someone who does not know the lord you are going two totally different ways in life and i promise you it's going to be harder to bring them on your path because of the foundational differences in your beliefs and it's you're just going to find yourself wrestling with god and you're just you're you're not gonna have peace in your soul yeah um and then to bring it back to what you just said um i think one of the easiest not easiest because definitely it's simple not easy Mm -hmm. simplest ways to keep god at the center of your dating relationship it first starts with you and you have to keep God at the center of your heart. Mm -hmm. Cause if he's not the center of your heart, he's never going to be the center of your relationship. And that's for both of you. And, um, and it ebbs and flows in relationships. You might be in a great season with God and they might not be. And that's when you're called to show them the grace of God, show them God's mercy, remind them of his goodness, his promises, his truth, um, and vice versa. But the scariest prayer you can pray when you're dating someone and it's scary, especially when you really like this person and you might even love them and they just seem so great, but they might not be for you. Right. Um, So the scariest prayer to pray is like, God, if this person's not from you, take them away. And I promise you, God will um, uh, Amazon prime that (laughs) thing. And he will answer that prayer. If there's one prayer that God in my life, at least, and a lot of people I know have spoken to the prayer that he answers the fastest is that one. Like he does not play when it comes to his children being in a unhealthy relationship or a relationship that's not from him. Yeah. And he'll make it clear. Yeah. And I think, if God, if you pray that prayer and you really, your heart is there, because there's times when I pray that prayer, my heart wasn't fully there. And I was like, God, I want to pray this prayer and I want to mean it, but I don't fully mean it right now. But help me, remind me. Yeah. That is when your relationship will start to thrive if it is from him. Yeah. Because let's say you don't get a, a clear red sign that, hey, this relationship is not it. And what those signs can look like um, are the, they start acting different or start mm. like red flags. Things are unhealthy. Start coming coming up mm-hmm. um or they they ghost you and like weird stuff like that take that as a sign from god like boy yeah. bye <laughs> um but if the, you don't get those signs take that as okay god i trusted you keep your heart in that place and just steward well what's in front of you and trust that god is gonna guide you um yeah yeah that's <laughs> that's so good it's, it's scary to pray that but i promise you yeah it's the most powerful prayer you ever pray and why do you want to be in someone be in something if god is not in it i promise you it's only gonna give you temporary satisfaction because there's gonna come a time when you're so used to that person let's say you marry them but they were you god was telling you hey don't marry this person you marry them um and now you're literally like once you're in marriage like marriage is for life it should be for life and it's gonna be really hard to live with this person trust me um and still have a healthy relationship with god and like raise your kids and just pursue your purpose because you're constantly going to be battling just feeling okay being okay like battling for your relationship and that's not what god wants for you yeah i mean i think about like if you have like if you know if an option is going to be much harder, that doesn't necessarily have to be much harder. Um, 
go do it, do it God's way. You know what I'm saying? Like if God is telling you, you know, his ways and stuff, like do your best and your hardest to follow his ways, you know, like to really be sensitive to his voice. Um, because like something like marriage, which is a forever, forever thing, you know, I rather do it God's way, yeah. like to his standard than my standard, because his standard is perfect. Not that I will follow it perfectly, right. you know, but his standard is perfect. So I want to do everything that I can with the help of the Holy Spirit to follow his way. Yeah. Instead of like leaning more on my understanding, on my way, when it's there's a higher guaranteed chance that it's just going to be much more difficult, yeah. much more like just challenging, like crazy challenging for something that's supposed to be lifelong. Like when I think about it, like when I put it in the perspective like that, like why would I want to make the rest of my life that hard mm -hmm. doing it my way or another way outside of God's way? You know what I'm saying? Not and then that's and I'm not saying that God's way is always going to be like like super easy oh, or yeah, going no. to be like you know like roses and daisies and all that like no there's going to be challenges it's simple not easy exactly you know but the fruit that will bear from doing it god's yeah. way will be a thousand times better than trying to do it your way like yeah. you know um um it reminds me of the verse i believe is in john john 15 where um he says that he is our we're his, we're the branches to him like you know like without without being rooted in him we won't bear much fruit yeah and you know you can apply that in your relationships like especially if you're married um to just be rooted in in the lord mm -hmm. to the best of your ability um because then that way like you'll bear much fruit um yeah. you know so let's talk about dating in the church because all right we talked about dating someone who's not a christian but what about dating christians like it's not as simple as dating a christian because someone can be a great christian yeah but that doesn't mean they're great for you Ooh, girl or that they're your person yes and that's where the real being rooted in god your discernment and yes. your obedience absolutely. comes in absolutely because it's just not that simple yeah. like <laughs> yeah no for sure um i think I think what I think about when dating a Christian is like we all have different callings over our lives, like different, yeah, like different callings, different missions, right? And so then even though you're a Christian and you're walking with Christ and, and, and everything, if like his or her mission is completely different than yours, like if he was called or she, like if he was called to be like a pastor and you were called to be... Uh, like a missionary or something or another another type of mm -hmm. calling or whatever and you're in christ of, of course but it's not necessarily like aligned if that if that makes sense so yeah. like like it could be it it could be a challenge in and of itself mm -hmm. that way you know what i mean yeah. um so very much so the lord could be telling you like he's he's my son or she's my daughter but She's not your husband. Yeah. I mean, she's not your husband. She's not your wife or yeah, he's yeah. not your husband. No, that's you know? so good. But I hear a lot of people talk about that in godly dating YouTube videos and podcasts and sermons and stuff. Yeah. I want to dive into that, though, because I used to say the same thing. But now I feel like I have a different perspective mm -hmm. where if this person is showing that they're a great partner for you, 
in almost every other way except the fact that like maybe they feel a call to being a missionary um and you feel called to be a local pastor to plant a church and lead a church in Mm -hmm. your local community Mm -hmm. by nature those things are different because one is rooted where you're at and the other one literally travels the world yeah um however unless god really made it clear and really like unsettling the peace in your soul and your Mm -hmm. spirit to be with that person i wouldn't say that that should be like okay i'm not gonna be with you because what i've learned like i felt called to be a a lead pastor of a church Mm -hmm. or i always felt since i got saved that i was going to be a pastor and then through my years of actually following the lord god showed me that being a pastor my call to being a pastor is so different Mm -hmm. it's not and who knows maybe in the future it is i don't want it to be (laughs) i don't want to pastor a church if i'm being real but I pastor people every day. Right, right, right. I lead a team. Being a pastor in its essence is shepherding people. Right. And so, and also I felt called to being a missionary as well. So like, but then God is showing me, oh, your family's your mission field. You know, so like there's different, and it could be different seasons of life yeah. too. So at the end of the day, if you're both passionate about following the Lord and um ministry in whatever form that looks like and you're you have a good um rhythm and chemistry going on with each other where you trust you both trust each other's um visions and like relationship with the lord and following through on that i think that you can work that out Mm -hmm. but that is a valid point though because like it could be something as simple as like compatibility i feel like as as christians we ignore that because we're like oh at the root of it, yes, you choose someone to love for the rest of your life. You're, it's not this, woo, you're my soulmate. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, I, I finally met you and I have to figure out, are you actually my soulmate now? And then, right. no, it's you find someone who's good for you, who has, you know, these characteristics, these traits that are showing that they're rooted in God. And then you choose when you marry them to love them. You're choosing to choose to love them every yeah. single day for the rest of your life. Yeah, exactly. But we cannot ignore the fact that compatibility does matter. Mm -hmm. Like it really does. Like if you can't have like conversations with them because y'all just think so differently um, or you're just not interested in any of the same thing. So when you want to spend time with them, it feels they feel like you're trying to steal their time away and things like that. That's going to be an issue, a very big issue. Yeah, exactly. No, 1000%. That was uh, another um, area I was thinking of, of as well. Like compatibility is absolutely um, important because you want to have things to like relate to and, and, and be able to grow in as well. You know, like, like we mentioned earlier, um, uh, just uh, in the beginning of the episode with like the interest of like uh, TV shows, right? Like, um, like something as small as that, like it could be, it can be something like that, like um, a TV show interest, but like, mindset as well like oh yeah like, you know what i mean like you want to even be compatible it doesn't have to be like same exact you know because you can grow from each other's um picking each other's brain and things like that but like to be compatible even in that like to to be able to hold a conversation and kind of like edify each other sharpen each other you know um without you feeling like um, some kind of like ill uh, feeling about yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like that is important because how many conversations are you going to have for the rest of your life? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and you need to, you need to be able to have like um, serious conversations when it comes to like decision-making and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, you know, it really, so like if you're not compatible, then it's just, it can be very difficult yeah. to 
make hard decisions or like to just even do life just yeah. to do life with each other and i would say the biggest thing when it comes to compa- compatibility isn't the shallow things those are bonuses but it's really like the communication styles absolutely and um you don't have to have the same attachment styles or communication styles but do they work well together and are you willing to do the work in yourself to That's make so it good. work good because at the root of it um compatibility to me translates as someone you who is a safe space for you to just be yourself yes because they're going to see you at your worst Mm -hmm. and nothing will make you feel more unsafe than being in a relationship with someone you don't feel safe with like who you feel like you have to like always be happy around or like you know like you you need a safe space to just be like forget all this other stuff like I'm tired of being a good person right now or even like a good Christian. Like I just want to feel what I feel. Maybe it isn't the most beautiful, pretty thing, but I mm-hmm. feel this way. Mm-hmm. And and a good partner will validate you in that and allow a safe space, but they'll also encourage you absolutely, and, and call you higher and point you back to Jesus. But they will do it in a way that is good for you. You know, like some people like to be tough love. Some people like, or like to receive tough love. Some people like to receive um straightforwardness some people need a little bit more of a gentle reminder and you'd need to find someone who is willing to learn what that is for you yeah. and do it exactly exactly and not do it like huff and puff in or anything mm-hmm. that that is like it's genuine like i yeah. i love you so much and i want to help you yeah. um and if this is what i need to do um then amen you know yeah. um I, that was a big thing in like in my um, relationship with with Dave because um, when we were friends, I was in a place where um, I mean I've always I'm always like that like where I my alone time like it's sacred to me like yeah. I love have, I need alone time to kind of like recharge and mm-hmm. things like that but especially like if I'm going through a really like tough emotional period you know mm-hmm. like for sure like crazy um, that is heightened you know of course I need it and so then. We were just friends and stuff, so obviously, you know, getting to know each other. Um, And he so willingly gave me that space, um, like, genuinely, you know what I mean? And, like, despite that he obviously would have loved to continue speaking with me and, like, like interacting with me, of course, but um, he was able to, like, say, you know what? her emotional health right now is so much more important than what I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that spoke volumes to me. And we were just friends because it's like, he is willing to meet my needs that way. You know what I mean? Like he's willing to kind of like yeah. put his to a side for a, you know, for a period, a period of time. So I'm able to like connect more with my God and yeah. like, you know, get recharged by him. And, you know, and that really meant a lot to me because like of what you just said. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I thought that was like super, like just beautiful, mm-hmm. you know, beautiful to see. And that's the difference between like a man of God or a God that's good, for, a God, <laughs> a guy that's good for you and just a church boy or a Christian boy, because there's a lot of guys in church. Mm-hmm. But it, let's be real. A lot of them are just church boys. They're not men of God. And oh my gosh, don't get me started on that. We need more men of God, like yes. men who are really just seeking the lord yes. and like living that way but um anyways i think that's why it's so important when you're dating um to date with boundaries to date Absolutely. with respect Absolutely. we don't really see dating in scripture like dating wasn't a thing back then they had arranged marriages which um our pastor pointed out 
that as much as arranged marriages are not what we would want today, right. there was a beauty in them because they showed that choosing the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with is far too important of a yeah. thing, a decision to make alone. Absolutely. You need community. Yes, exactly. Because your community are able to see things differently than you do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that community, um, prayfully, we hope that it's like with, you know, uh, God-fearing individuals as well. Um, but they can see things because, you know, like whenever, like your emotions can very much cloud your judgment a lot of the times, you know, but they're not in that same emotion emotional state as yeah. you so lovingly they can point these things out and to help you see it as well you know um so that that spoke a lot to me when when our pastor spoke on that because it's like i'm used to hearing like arranged marriages like you know yeah. like kind of like more in a negative um view of it but i'm like you know what because i get like i don't know like i'm understanding more and more like I mean, I've always had like a reverence for for marriage, of course, but like I'm understanding, like, yo, this is this is nothing to like really like fool around with, and like yeah. just depends on your emotions on how you feel. Like, um, oh, like, yeah. um, I don't feel in love with him anymore. Like, you don't feel it, oh, but yeah. it, love is more than just that emotion. Feeling, it yeah, is, it's such a small is, part of it, right? It's it's a choice. It's a daily choice, you know. And so, yeah, when he pointed that out about um the community, um basically picking for them their husband or wife um and to know that statistically and historically uh, the marriages lasted longer mm. um it just it just gave me a different perspective and like to trust the community that the lord places around me yeah. obviously you know still seeking him um on who those individuals like you know to trust like the, the levels of trust yeah. of it you know what i mean yeah like but, yeah uh, I forget exactly how the quote goes, but something along the lines of the person you choose to marry is like the most important decision you'll yeah. ever make in your life. Yeah. Like legitimately, that is literally becoming the person that you are binded to. Like very important. Yeah. And um, excuse me, with that, you have to be ready to receive the input from those people yeah. like me for example there was a guy i dated that my mom from the beginning did not like bro like mm -hmm. her discernment i hate to admit it <laughs> it was on point it was yeah it always is but like <laughs> mm -hmm. i wasn't receiving it and i i was head over heels for this guy and he turned out to be the most toxic person i have ever encountered in my life Still a child of God. I pray that he is healing. And if I would have listened, man, oh my gosh, I would have saved myself yeah. so much heartache, so much mental, like, bro, like, hands down, it could have ruined my life. Like, and it kind of did. Um, and I just would have saved myself so much, just so much, man. Yeah. So I needed to be, you need to be ready to receive that feedback. Like it Absolutely. really does matter. And that's why putting healthy parameters in your relationship and moving at like a slower pace and doing all of the like trials and tests before you really open your heart to this person yeah. and like choose to devote yourself to them um, in a committed relationship. That's so important right um so there's like different levels there's like you know friends like talking to someone and then there's um and everyone has there's no like black and white with this because we don't see it in scripture um but then there's courting which is like you're getting yeah. to know you're involving involving the the community they're telling you how um 
how they perceive this person and then there's dating when you're like officially like yes we're boyfriend and girlfriend we're really like choosing to kind of test this thing out and see if you know we're ready to take it to the next step which would be engagement and then engagement you're like preparing for marriage and then marriage marriage right 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 um and i just thought like we're really like always ending like in marriage and speaking like on to marriages because like um we we don't date just to like just to date like just to have fun like you know it's it's with the purpose you know it's with the purpose it's with the eternal mindset like Mm -hmm. you know granted i mean um in the bible it tells like you know our husbands um like we won't be married in heaven and heaven (laughs) in heaven um but still like you have that internal mindset like you live every day with that eternal mindset with that with that hope that Mm -hmm. jesus paid for us you know um and marriage is you know um a reflection of like eternal you know eternity so um you don't just you date intentionally like you date with the intention of marriage you know what i mean and and that's why like we're like keep talking about like you know yeah because if you're not dating to go that route and to to marry not and you got to be careful too because you don't want to the first person you like that comes your way like oh i'm dating tomorrow so like you gotta be it like don't make your yes, mind up before good. god made it or told you if this person's for you or not exactly um yeah it's better off you're way better off to be single and not involved with someone and just focusing on your purpose and loving god and loving the other relationships that are in your life because those matter too than to be in a relationship with someone who's not it's not ordained from God. Right. Like that's such a dis- distraction. Your heart is at stake of being messed with, you know, like, and, and just being hurt or you, ha- you have so much more to think about that gets in the way of like literally just your practical everyday tasks right. and stuff, you know? So make sure you're choosing well from the beginning. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. And you pointed this out to me not too long ago too, but like enjoying your season where you're at oh like gosh, your yeah. single season like enjoy every part of yeah. it you know enjoy the dating you will miss part. it i promise you yeah you like you'll miss it so much and en- like really like enjoy it make the most of it like really just um yeah and like i don't know like when you when you said that to me i was like that's that's really good like to just enjoy it because um as i am entering my 30s time for me has just the importance of it just has heightened like crazy. Oh yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. enjoying the season that you're in right now, whatever that may look like, if that is the single season, if that is the dating season, and then hopefully in the future, you know, marriage, whatever mm-hmm. season that you are in, no matter when, enjoy it. Yeah. You know, and make the most out of that time because time is one thing you don't get back and it's gifted to us. Yep. You know, it's it's gifted to us from God. And um I always remember like um Ecclesiastes three, like like we all have the same fate, mm-hmm. but enjoy today. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Enjoy the present. So like same thing it, um, is applicable to um, our relationship status. For you sure. You know what I mean? Like even in a, a dating relationship, there's times when you like look back six months ago and you're like, yeah. wow, I missed the beginning. <laughs> like when we were just like getting to know each other, there's something so special about that time. And then, you know, years down the line, you look back at your first year or your second year and you're like, wow, that was like right. such a special time. So enjoy it because if you're constantly looking 
back or ahead you're never going to be present yes and what kind of life is that to live and that applies to your relationship so much so enjoy the single season enjoy when that person does come along you start dating them enjoy every moment of it right because it's all so special and i promise you you yearning so much for the next thing is not going to make you enjoy that more when you get there because when you get there, you're going to be looking for the next there because there is here, but you never learned how to uh, embrace here. Exactly. And so it's just so important. I think yeah. that's probably one of the most valuable relationship lessons I've learned is just enjoy the now. Don't Absolutely. rush to marriage. Don't rush to anything else. Like now being a single mom, I'm like, I miss the days. I, don't get me wrong i love where i'm at now and i'm yeah. appreciating embracing it yeah but i wish i could tell my single friends like who are so yearning for that person that they're like is this person it? is this person it? and they're kind of like just so hungry for it um i wish i could just tell them to like close their heart up a little bit more and just really embrace their friendships and yeah. their family relationships and all the alone time that they get yeah just pour into themselves because you do not get that back yeah. and and pouring into your children and your spouse it's a beautiful in another way but it's just about embracing what you have now right like really just making the most of it but yeah we could talk about this for days (laughs) my god absolutely i'm so happy that it's a highly requested yeah kind of topic because i mean i feel like it's edifying even for ourselves Mm, i feel like we were everywhere with this conversation but (laughs) let us know if you have any specific questions when it comes to godly dating and we will happily cover that in another episode maybe we'll do a whole like q a let us know if you want that but uh thank you guys so much for watching for listening to this episode we pray that it blessed you if it did um feel free to send this to three people that you think it can bless. And if you want to partner with us financially, you can do so through Cash App. Um, The link will be in the description below or the show notes below, as well as the link in our Instagram bio. Speaking of, if you want more Jesus content and join us over there, follow us on Instagram. Um, We'll be putting out more valuable content that is just to encourage you throughout the week. And yeah. Yeah. So we can go ahead and let's pray. All right. Father God, we just, we thank you so much, God, that you are a good father, that you want good things for us, Lord. We thank you that relationships are no exception to that. If anything, that is probably the thing that you are the most careful with in our lives to put people in our lives that are going to, um, help us but most importantly to bring glory to you god i thank you that you created marriage that you created relationships to resemble what your relationship is within your your own self and with us i pray god that every person listening to this episode today who is in a single season god i pray that you would help them to embrace that season god and that that time that they get to devote just to themselves and their relationship with you i pray that you would help them become um the godly man or woman that you woman that you have called them to be god i pray that they would find their purpose that their purpose will become clear to them as they walk out their faith lord god i pray that they would hunger for you god and such a way that they would build a strong foundation that when that person does come into their lives they won't get distracted or be knocked off course of their assignment and their purpose and really just loving you god but instead that that person would compliment them and draw them deeper and into that lord i pray for the person who is in a dating stage right now i pray lord god that they would have a a heart posture of 
surrender that no matter how long they've been in this relationship no matter how long they love their partner god that they would truly get to a place and pray out to you that if this relationship is not from you if this person is not from you that you would take it away from them god i pray that you would make it so clear to them in a way that only they would understand that it's from you and it, and it would be so clear to them god that they would trust that you are um more than enough god you are more than they can ever need god and that they would see a relationship just as a bonus god but not as the whole piece lord god i pray that you would make them both of them whole um so that they can come together and be even stronger together god i pray that the relationship would just be amplifying what you're doing in their lives individually god i pray that um the men listening god that they would just hunger to be um more fruitful strong men of god who can be leaders but know how to be gentle at the same time god who can love their women in selfless ways lord god and i pray that you would soften the the women's heart who are listening to this episode god to um be willing to submit when that person does come along but to have the discernment to be able to see um a man of god a man after your own heart versus a man who's not god and i pray jesus that any childhood wounds that may be causing us to choose partners that are not good for us and not sent from you god i pray that we would do the work that we need to do to heal those things god i pray that you would just help us all to become healthier healthier people god people who are um just carrying your cross um in a healthy way god i pray that you would just continue to bless the future marriages god the current marriages lord um and i pray that this conversation just resonated in the hearts of everyone listening lord i pray that it would fall upon upon open ears and open hearts god we thank you and we love you in your holy name we pray amen amen that's a wrap yes it is piece of cake piece of pie bye